Is it possible to live this unbelievable and incredible life? Yes. And the scriptures tell us that in verse 18, the only connection we need is to be filled with the Spirit. But it doesn't just, it, it, it comes down, the secret is in one word. This is the Greek word, be filled. Pleiruthe is the Greek word. And that word, that single word, describes everything that God wants to do through us if we will just yield to him. Now, there's four parts to that word. It's an imperative, it's in the plural, it's passive, and it's present, and of course it's a verb. So it's an imperative verb, a plural verb, a passive verb, and a present verb, and that, that summarizes what God wants to do in our lives. First of all, it's an imperative. An imperative verb means God is commanding something. Do you remember the structure of the scripture is there is all of the doctrines. Those are in the form of Greek language called the indicatives. It's just the listing of doctrine. It's just the truths of God in his word. And then scattered among all of those will be one of these flaming imperatives, a command that says based on this doctrine, you have a duty to respond. And it isn't a suggestion. It's command from Almighty God that on the basis of, now let's just think about this one, being filled with the Spirit. This is what the Lord says. He says, I bought you if you're a born-again Christian and I own the ground of your life. So imagine this platform is a little plot of land and God says, I bought and paid for that land with my own blood. So now it's mine. Now I'm asking you to surrender every part of the ground, your body, your life, every part, the field that you are to me, and any part you surrender to me, I will start growing fruit. That's what the fruit of the Spirit is. It's an indicator of what parts of our life God is controlling. If he's controlling our amusements, then the fruit of that is we only amuse ourselves with things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and of good report. And that's what we think about. And if, if he's controlling our family life, then the wisdom is from above, which is first pure and peaceful and gentle and easily entreated and full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. That's growing in that part of our life. But if there's anger and irritation and, and kind of rivalrous living and, and, and kind of like sneaky parts of our life that, that we're doing stuff we would be ashamed of and, and we're hiding, those parts are not under his control. So number one, it's an imperative. God asks us to respond, our duty. Indicatives are the doctrinal explanations. The imperatives are the personal responses to God's truth. Remember back to that prayer this morning in the elder um, prayer before the service? Lord, deliver us from thinking that knowing is equivalent to doing. We are saturated with the indicatives and often non-responsive to the imperatives because we know so much. We know a lot more than we do sometimes. And the Lord says, don't allow that to persist in your life. The filling of the Holy Spirit of God into our life is our supreme obligation because the Almighty God himself is commanding us. It's an imperative. It's plural. A plural verb means God is speaking to all of us. When he said prior in in, uh, the 18th verse to not be drunk with wine, he's speaking to all believers. It's an imperative command, and the same is for the filling. 
The spirit-filled walk is for every believer. It's passive. Passive means it's not something we do. We don't say, I'm going to fill myself. Now, see, there's a real danger. Some people equate excitement and, and feeling excited with being full of the spirit. That's why the whole Christian concert movement goes, and people just, they think if they can, it's almost like pumping up enough, if I can get so excited at this conference, let's see how far I can go. No. It's not something we pump into ourselves. It's something that God takes over when we surrender and when we consecrate and when we deny ourselves and crucify that part of our life. More and more of our being comes under his control. Remember, we got all of him. You know, it says in John 1, God gives not his spirit by measure. He doesn't say, oh, you get a quarter teaspoon, eighth teaspoon for you. No, he gives all of himself to us at salvation. And then he waits for us to surrender the garden plots of our life to his planting and plowing and roundupping and and getting ready. It's passive, which means, a passive verb means God is asking us to open our lives to his filling. Passive means allowing this to come into your life. Let the Spirit fill you is what God is saying. This is a direct call to my unreserved yielding to God's control. He's saying, I want your driving. I want your communication. I want your thoughts. I want your entertainment life. I want your spiritual disciplines under my control. I want your finances. I want your schedule. I want every part of your life. I don't want you cubbyholing me and have your little church part and say, that's yours, God, and the rest is mine. So I want all of it. Now, can you imagine? Some of you have gotten a little comfortable, you know, you're sitting in the stadium. Can you imagine hearing this this far from someone with them looking in your eyes and saying, do you believe that's an imperative? Do you believe it's to you? Do you believe it's something that God does that you have to surrender? And it's a present verb, which means... You know, Jesus said fill twice. He said fill in, in John 2, 7 to remember the wedding in Cana of Galilee, and Jesus said, go, go fill those pots with water. That's an aorist verb. An aorist means fill them once. This is not talking about filling once with the Holy Spirit. This is a present passive plural imperative. Jesus commanded them to fill the pots once, and they did. He's commanding us to keep our pot constantly overflowingly full of the Holy Spirit.